You're listening to Superhero Time, the after show. Hey, we have uh, color pictures of uh, Unite Warriors uh, Galvatronus. Oh. Where's that? I don't know where the original source is, but... Oh, it's from Takara Tomy Wall. Those look pretty cool. Uh, the vehicle modes look really neat. Uh, is it any clearer what Rook is? Yes. It, Wandering it right Roller. Here. What? It looks like an AP. It looks like an APC. Armored personnel carrier. Yeah. And Breakdown Zombie is apparently warp. snatched from the Prime Universe. And then there's Curse Armada Thrust. I like the way Cyclonus looks. Yeah. Oh god, it's Ghost Star Scream. <laughs> why so is he clear? Why is he Curse Armada Thrust? They all have prefixes to their names. Okay, yeah, but why why is he Curse? Curse of Unicron? Hmm. Well, the one before. I also don't seem to know how F16 wings are supposed to look. <clears throat> Well, I thought Zarskin was an F-18. He's got the dual tail, so he's, I think he's an F-18. Well, legally copyright distinct from, but he's got the swing wings, mm. like the F-16, which is what he's based on, the original mold. Right. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when the Enterprise-D transforms, it... Oh, wait. <laughs> 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 Universes are getting blurry. Okay, you see how sure. quickly these guys are are, are uh, <laughs> distracted from Star Trek. Plastic when bag, plastic Transformers. Bag, plastic okay, so Rook is IDW Roller. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Also disappointing since somebody suggested he should be Ambulon because he turns into a leg. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sad zombie breakdown. Who wants to go back to knock? Who wants to go back to knockout? I mean, Star I don't. Cross lovers. I don't hate. I don't hate what I'm seeing here. Sadly enough, I kind of wish I did. Hate is the the beginning of seeker combiners. Okay, that's kind of terrible. But I like this deco on that Cyclonus. Starscream is going to break so quickly. Yeah, I, I like the uh, the zombie war breakdown. I think his robot mode looks cool. I think his truck mode looks cool too. Oh yeah, it's it's a very nice shade of blue. And like yeah, it's just the design. Accents. Yeah, it's kind of chunky and 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 that, you know, that, old body looking. That toy's kind of shitty, but it's a nice looking deco on it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, these and are that, all recolors and new head sculpts for existing molds. Okay, so here's the oh. thing with that truck mold: every time they use it, it's a little worse than the time before. And mm. it this will be its um, fourth, fourth or fifth use, depending if this comes out after the. Um, Mayhem Attack Squad Club exclusive. Yeah, and on its current use, which is um, I guess the third if we're counting first aid. Yeah, it's already kind of garbage quality, like it won't hold together or anything really. Yeah, the most current Scott, the most current use of this mold is of mm-hmm. the, he's Ironhide. 
Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. I can see that. Except, you know, Ironhide's a van, and his robot mode looks nothing at all like that. Well, yeah, but, I mean, really? I mean, that's how, like, specifically, as many iterations and shit as these characters have had, you really are planting your flag on that one. I can't keep all these characters separate, because I know what they're supposed to like from Gen 1, but outside of that, uh, oh, well, now Optimus is a fucking fire truck. It's like, okay, whatever. (laughs) So So when you're saying Ironhide should be a van, it's like, really? He has to be a van? Go ahead. Go ahead and ask your question. In Transformers, there are certain key aspects of characters you expect to see that sell the character. Sure. Uh, Optimus Prime, chest windows, the right head, a truck of some variety, color, sure. you know. Big truck. Yeah. As long as you have the, the right key elements, it's going to come out to be the same flavor dish. Ironhide Iron has red. Red. He turns into a large, boxy, slow vehicle, mm-hmm. and he's got a big blue chest window up front. Right. Um, this doesn't really sell. That mold does not sell Ironhide to me. You know mm. what? You know what? Like of the molds that are available, what would have worked as Ironhide is Rook. Yeah, that would have been a better choice. Um. Oh yeah. Okay, the so Mickey. Roller? Yeah. Um, yeah. Only Mickey, problem I know is not... that would make three waves in a row with that mold. But ah, here, it's also a really good illustrates mold. my point here. Um, this image here shows different iron hides. And the one at the very bottom is the Combiner Wars iron hide from this mold. The one that does not really share the iron hide features. Yeah, the aesthetic. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's colored right, and it's got a head that looks Iron Heidi, but th- none of the rest of it sells the character. <laughs> Iron Heidi. Yeah. <laughs> so, in other words, yeah, that looks good. like skins. <laughs> yeah, or totes, or. Well, the thing is, they could have made this Iron Hide work as Iron Hide being the truck if they would have gone with the um, movie and Transformers Prime color with more black on it. Yeah. Because that would have distinguished it as being a different kind of Ironhide. Um, but, like, that's not the Generations line we have right now, unfortunately. So, Mickey, yeah. I know you're not big on the Cyclonus remold of Silverbolt on, at, like, on its own merits. But what mm-hmm. do you think about the deco on this instance of it? What instance? The, the Unite Warriors one. The Tactician well, Cyclonus. I haven't seen the... Oh, there's a it, second tweet. Yeah, I didn't see that. Like, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, you're not you're, you're not looking at the Takara Tomi wall page. You're, I'll paste that in the chat because it's got uh, pictures of all this stuff. Just okay. I'm I'm looking at the tweet here all together. Um, um, I definitely like those colors better than the U.S. Yeah. version. No, I mean that. Like, kind of I think that looks like really pretty. I also yeah. like that they laid it out so that. You get this very cartoon-accurate blue and purple Cyclonus, which also turns mm-hmm. into a very gray-looking Galvatron torso. Like, I like I like when they do things that make it look like the toy changes colors between modes. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. And I it, really like the, the flip-up panel with the red belt thing going on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like the way that deco is executed. Like, to be honest, I kind of like this set, and <laughs> I may end up getting it. Actually, what really works for me is making the barrel of the gun orange. 
like the whole gun itself is clear orange, and they just painted the like it. You can see in the picture of just Cyclonus that the barrel is clear. Yeah. Okay. And then the so handle I, is too. So that's going to break also. I have to ask. So this is Cyclonus, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which mm-hmm. was like the lieutenant to Galvatron, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So why does he look so much like Galvatron? Okay, so for whatever reason, when they designed... Okay, this the toy that is Cyclonus started out as Silverbolt. Okay. Then they retooled the it. They, yeah. They, right, right. Um, they put in alternate parts when they were making the molds so that they could make it into Cyclonus also. And for whatever reason, when they did that, they decided its torso mode should resemble Galvatron. And the head, and the gun, and the colors, and he just looks very Galvatron-y to me. Yes, um... There's no real explanation for why. It's just something they specifically went for for this. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, that said, though, I mean, to me, when I look at it, I look at it and I immediately, if it didn't have the name on there, I would go, oh, that's Cyclonus. I, even yeah. I could recognize the, the shape of the jet, the shape mm-hmm. of the robot mode. He, he looks like Cyclonus to me. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm talking just... about. He's got the key elements that sell Cyclonus. Right. Yeah, and then when you it's look at the torso. Much... Go ahead, Cyclonus. Like, his vehicle mode is essentially the. Mixed between the to- G1 toy and the G1 character model, but with the giant block on the bottom. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Because have have... that is Silverbolt's key thing. He's a jet with a block on the bottom. <laughs> and his plane always has a giant block on the bottom. Right, right. Silverbolt as a jet always has a folded up robot underneath him. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> He's a robot in disguise from the top. Yes, from the top. <laughs> from, so you mean from the ground? <laughs> oh. Disguise the ground. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get it, nerd. Bring it. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm apprehensive at Ghost Starscream. Um, I'm a little bit more comfortable with it just because, like, all these stress bearing points. The major stress bearing points are still opaque plastic because it's a nylon sprue. Yeah, it's unpaintable plastic. But I'm so... Just how just the legs pegging together. I know. I know. There, there. Believe me, there are about... worrying parts of this, but like the core structural elements, I don't feel too bad about because they are still the same plastic material. All right. So I, I translated the page using uh, Google Chrome. Uh, about Starscream. Starscream had been wandering the universe to become the spiritual energy body by the force of Unicron, was resurrected, been sealed in an incomplete half-reality ghost body, dead, half-alive, half its soul. I, yeah, I know that's a poor translation, but that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that explains the cleary ghostiness? Yeah, he's yeah. a ghost. There's, it's based off a season three episode where Starscream's ghost came back from... The ether, whatever, and start possessing a pair of pranks. season three episodes. Yeah, cool. And cool. a Beast Wars episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I do remember the Beast Wars episode where Spark came down and started like uh, taking over people. Yeah. Didn't it take over Waspinator? Yes. Very good. Oh wow! From translucent material. You get a gold con- star. From translucent <laughs> material constituting his body, he has the energy of grudge against Galvatron, who killed their own, is always released. <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing I do kind of dig about the Seeker Starscream Commander is using the peg as a de facto uh, cockpit, cockpit window. Yeah, yeah, that actually and kind thrust of thrust looks really good in both modes. And thrust does have a cone head, mm-hmm. which 
that head is going to look so ridiculous in person because it's going to be like fun pub tiny. <laughs> because like if you okay, Mickey, if you think about air raid, that's air mm-hmm. raid, right? Yeah. If you think about that, the he- the square top head that it comes with takes up all the space inside the torso cavity. Yeah. So to put a cone head on there, think how small the whole thing has to be to fit in that same space. Yeah. Is this hole on his forearm? Is that new? Oh uh, no! I no that mold has uh, peg holes on the forearm. Oh okay. I guess I just missed them. Pretty sure. <laughs> Let me go look. I've got these more or less I'm within in the other reach. room. So. Um. Okay. So yeah, skydive doesn't. But I hate skydive anyway. The toy. Uh, yeah, but yeah, okay. Air Raid has the peg holes on the arms. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, the only thing, the only physical change to that is just the head, which I assume is an existing alternate head sculpt. I'm kind of impressed conceptually at getting breakdown out of uh, off-road, because, like, it's not a super close match, but the head kind of fits the general details of breakdown's head. Yeah. And the weapons really work. Well, it'd be better if you had a and, hammer and instead the of an axe. solid match, too. Yeah, the alt mode, well, I think the alt mode actually be a better match for the first aid version, because, like, Breakdown was a big, heavy, enclosed truck. He didn't really have the pickup bed. The problem with the first aid version is it's got siren lights on it, though. I know. Well, they didn't seem to, well, Hasbro doesn't care about that for smokescreen, but I imagine, you know, Takara is a little more choosy. Or smokescreen, they're racing lights. (laughs) (laughs) They're a spoiler. Hey, you know what we should do? What? We should choose next week's episode. Well, I figured we'd get around to that. I was just recording this for, like, extra content. Just using us for content. I just, I feel so used. Oh, I'm always using you for content. You should see the folder I have on you already. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So, we're going to... Content, and then it gets reclaimed by the Hollow Moon deck. (laughs) (laughs) What's great is we can preempt RFC to talk about these Transformers first. Oh, that's Actually, right. Yeah. <laughs> is maybe, I'll post, go... maybe I'll post the after show first, just to be completely pointless. Like, why <laughs> is it the after show when it's the first thing going up? Wait, didn't you do that last week? <laughs> there wasn't an after show last week. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like there was a delay in it going up like by there or something. Yeah, yeah, um, okay, so last week I put up that one episode of Star Trek a day later than usual because I would like to say that I'm not criticizing by any means. I was just, I just know. Oh no, it. no, no. I'm not. I'm, even, I'm, I'm not even critical. <laughs> I'm not even interpreting it as criticism. I'm just like okay, good. There, there were technical reasons for that, and part of them were I forgot to upload the episode. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so is this link working? (laughs) Okay, so Kilby has a separate um, domain and hosting account uh, with FTP access that I upload episodes to because the Squarespace uploader does not work properly for me, no matter what I try. Um, And the domain name on that was changed recently, so the tracking service we use to find out how many downloads various podcasts get was not cooperating with that right away. Like last week was the first week that went live. So that it kind of, it made difficulties. 
Right, right. And by the time so that how got, are we doing? I don't know. I don't even ask. Um, <laughs> so, like, there's no fanboy versions to compare to anymore. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, we won that war. <laughs> <laughs> we braided our competition out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is well, about the only fight you could win. <laughs> and... I like, too, that part of the reason for that was J.D. just liked doing this show better. He liked our show better than his. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. First, J.D. quit RFC to be part of our show. Then he stopped doing his show because he liked ours better. It's, you know, flawless victory. Yeah. (laughs) Fatality. (laughs) Aww. Aww. (laughs) Babality. Friendship. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just I just start hearing Mortal Kombat in my head sometimes. It happens. Scott didn't even realize what he said. I know. Which <laughs> yeah. JD would find funny too. Yeah, he would. <laughs> he would. I'm glad. Because <laughs> it's okay to make fun of people that are not here anymore if like they would find it funny too. That's gonna oh. be the rule at like my funeral. Everybody who's going there, it should be like a Monty Python. You should be making fun of me the whole time. And I like, no shit. I think that's the right attitude to have at a funeral. Yep. Like a funeral does not need to be, and I don't think should be like a fully sad, somber occasion. It should be a reflection on this person's life, a celebration of the memories of them, just a way for all the friends and family to come together and share what this person meant to them through their lives. My funeral, I want a hologram of me seeing Holland with Maneater. You know, I did it with, with, with Aaliyah that one time. Yes. <laughs> ah, two Cylons in one night. You know we're done Cylon. Well, I mean, I am, my audio is connected via USB now, so it's very possible I could do that at some point, but I'm also not on a Mac, so probably not. Yeah, I'm I'm USB. I never have any problems. Are you on a Mac? No, I'm not a Mac. What am I? Who would use a Mac? (laughs) Come on, Scott. You live in California. You're on a Mac. You're hit. You're hip. (laughs) I have an iPhone. Does that count? Do you live in Northern California? I do. Uh huh. (laughs) You're practically living in Portland. (laughs) Portland, California. Is there? I don't even know. I don't know. How free range is your chicken? Does it have Dude. a name? Oh, no, it, it is. Dude, you joke. You joke, but all of that is so fucking true. <laughs> Look, I like my chickens the way I like my women. From cages. <laughs> yeah. I like my chicken the way I like my women. Hot and battered. I was going to say plucked. <laughs> <laughs> I like mine plucked. Oh, I like right. I like my chicken the way I like my women. Extremely bad for me. I like my women like I like my chicken with big breasts. Eh? Eh? You know, yeah. I can't even buy all the frozen chicken breasts anymore because the pieces are so huge. Like, it's twice as much as I want to use in one meal. But if you thaw one out, you got to use the whole thing or it goes bad. And the problem with these giant chicken breasts that you keep finding everywhere now is that they're impossible to get flavor into the center of them. Oh, yeah. 
Because the outside you'll see them perfectly. The inside is like, oh, this chicken's plain. I mean, what you really have to do at that point is... Well, you got to like split them in half or inject flavor into yeah, them. Yeah, you, 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 you have to yeah. either just butterfly them or you have yeah, to butterfly. completely like cut them across their length and just treat them as two separate pieces. And that's a huge pain in the ass for me to have to tell Ben and Dave to do for me every time. Right. Uh, the other option would be God, to you're just adorable. like... The other option would be to um, pound it thinner. Oh, yeah. But again, that's it's a lot. That's of... the best way to get thinner is just through pounding. <laughs> <laughs> I had chicken for dinner tonight, and I um, it wasn't the, the giant frozen Aldi chicken, but it was um, still big pieces, so I had to cut it smaller to fry it and you know actually have it not be a paintbrush in the middle when I got done. Right. It was good, though. It came out nice and crispy, had some nice mashed potatoes with it. Good dinner. And it hasn't given me the shits yet. <laughs> well, that's 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 step number one. You know, that that's always the first mark of a good meal. Well, yeah, I mean, like it doesn't give you dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> like I tend to have like a steak once a week or so on average. So you know, I have a steak and a baked potato. Sometimes like uh, fried onions or mushrooms. Sometimes a nice salad with it. Oh man, I'm getting hungry again. Um, and like, <laughs> I haven't had dinner yet. I'm starving. And like, okay, I'll keep you for a few more minutes then. Um, <laughs> like, all that food is so delicious while I'm eating it, but like in no time flat, I am running to the bathroom because it just goes right through me. See, my only problem is is I drink a shit ton of coffee. And oh, well, that goes whole, right through you. And I, put, I tend to put a bunch of whole milk in it. And I'm getting older, and my body goes, milk, I don't need that shit. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, time to hit the bathroom. It's so worth it, though, because I'm really awake for it. <laughs> Maybe you should just put, like, cheese in your coffee. <laughs> I don't think like, your body will reject you that quite that? as fast. <laughs> just get a can of cheese whiz. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. I'm listening. <laughs> Insert into anus and fire. <laughs> so I wonder, could I like make a competitive aerosol cheese product? It would be a white cheese, and I'd call it cheese jizz. <laughs> I, look, could you? I mean, could I you mean, load I mean, this cheese into those Spider-Man web shooters? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, could you put cheese whiz into one of those web shooters? Yes. Like, could you put a can of that in there and have it work? Yes. Because that sounds like it would be amazing. Yes. Do they still make those web shooters? Probably. I <laughs> well, I, I guess they're not this... Ayn, have you... What? Ayn, have you seen silly string sprayed all over the toy aisles recently? <laughs> not recently, but I have seen that while I worked in a toy aisle. Kind of not fun. Especially when no. you're the one who has to clean it. Well, one way, the quick way to get it up is just light it on fire. I have... Ooh. I, the Spider-Man web shooters having a try me available in packaging was the worst idea. <laughs> what genius got that passed? Yeah, I don't know. Like, really, how do you even... We, we can't get Kinder Eggs, but by God, we're going to have an aerosol flam, <laughs> you know, flame fuel... It's like basically napalm for kids. That'd be the that'd be the best mod for one of those too. Just have like a little pilot light on an arm out in front of your hand and you just, you know. Little kids taking on aliens. <laughs> or get away the from Vietnam- her, you biatch. Aliens or the Vietnamese, whatever. 
<laughs> Not to say illegal aliens. <laughs> well, no, they wouldn't be aliens because you would, like, be in Vietnam doing that. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, okay, I just got it all together. You're a terrible person. <laughs> you just now figured just... that out? <laughs> Well, yeah, because I'm all thinking, like, you know, sci-fi and nerdy stuff. I didn't think, like, the rape of Nan King or anything. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> Fart Max, you have to remember, Scott's still relatively new to this, so. Um... <laughs> well, it's hard for me to go from the realm of imagination to the real world. I, I don't switch over very quickly, you know. It's like once I get in one, I have to stay there for a bit. <laughs> you're so limited. I know. I know. Scott, you're so <laughs> two-dimensional. <laughs> That's that's me. I am about as deep as my belly button. Which would be a funny statement if you were an Audi. <laughs> a German car? Yes. <laughs> I I was hoping one of you would make that joke. <laughs> Thank you for not disappointing me more than usual. <laughs> okay, right, on ladies. that note, <laughs> yeah. on the note of immolating the foreign nationals, um... <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>